Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. Let's talk about fruit. If we left off in that first half in verse 14, and, and, and we see that there's, there's a way that leads to life, and there's few who find it, there's a way that leads to destruction, and it's super easy to find. Then when we pick up in Matthew 7, 15, it says, beware of false prophets. We should immediately understand that false prophets are tools of Satan to make the wide road seem right and the, and the narrow way become invisible. Let me say that again. We ought to immediately, having left off from Matthew 7, 14, when we get to Matthew 7, 15, in this part of the session, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but are inwardly ravenous wolves. We ought to understand that what they want to do is make the wide way seem easy and the narrow way seem invisible. Wow. That's where this second part, I want to go. There's, there's two kinds of prophet. There's a false prophet and there's a good prophet. You can even extend this. There's a false preacher and there's a good preacher. Um, how, how do we know? All right. They bear fruit. Fruit of the likeness of their root. Fruit of the likeness of their root. Um, if, if someone is grafted into the family of God, then what they're drawing from is the tree of life, the tree of Jesus. The, you know, Jesus says, um, I am the vine, John 15, and my father is the vine dresser, or in some translations, the husbandman, the one watching over this. And, uh, we know, we know that what, what God does to, uh, in, with believers is he grafts us into the living tree of God. I'll tell you an interesting study. Do a study on trees in the Bible sometime. Um, the, the guys at the gospel project, um, I think that's what it is. The gospel or the Bible project, excuse me. The Bible project did a real interesting study on trees and I listened to it on their podcast. But you go to Matthew 7 15, um, beware of false prophets. How are you going to know them? You're going to know them by their fruit. And, and, and you know, how are you going to know an ordinary Christian? Is it because they know the words or because they bear the fruit? Well, here's the contention of scripture. It's because they know the fruit. They're known by their fruit. These, these false prophets, they want to take you off the true path and, uh, or they want to steal your joy on the true path. Um, it is the hallmark of false prophets to help people never discover the narrow way. And, and their main tool of doing that is saying that, uh, the narrow way is illegitimate because it's hard. I, I think of so many prosperity preachers who they, you know, what they bring to us is a, a message that God's total concentration is to act like some kind of butler and wait on us in this life. Make, you know, he's a butler, butler. He's a, uh, a financier. He's a, he's a, uh, you know, a salon technician. I mean, God's all about making us beautiful and rich and comfortable here. That person has never really read the scripture. Okay. 
So juxtapose these two places here in Matthew 7. There, there is a narrow gate. It, it is easy to miss. There is a wide gate. It is easy to find. The narrow gate has a, only a little traffic because not many people find it. The wide road has a ton of traffic because it's easy to find. And then the next mention is beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. That means, that means they're dressed up like sheep. So you can't just go by appearances. They got a cross. They wear a suit. They have some title, reverend, doctor, bishop, whatever. They got this church. But are they bearing the fruits of Christ's likeness? That's an important question. Now, why is that important in the context of the study we've been doing? Well, you know, I think it's, I think it bears a lot of weight. Um, I, I feel like what I'm getting ready to say is going to upset people, but I have it in my notes. So let's just get upset. I mean, like a lot of us treat new sources like they're prophets. You know, like they're going to give us the answers about God. A lot of us also give that same kind of power to our feelings. And a lot of us even go and we keep looking on the Internet for preachers who will say what we already feel. Okay. False prophets don't just stand in uh, on temple steps shouting. They sometimes can show up through movies, sportscasters, newscasters. False prophets can show up through our feelings. They just can't and just flat out lie to us. And the problem is for some it's to help it's to you know it's to cause them to never find the narrow way. For some that are on the narrow way, it's convince them it's the wrong way. And in the minimum, it's to steal their joy on the way. So we got to watch out for false prophets. What's their goal? Keep us away from the Lord. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I want to say it was like the Warner Brothers cartoons, the Bugs Bunny ones, that group of cartoons. But I vaguely remember in my childhood, there was... Some wolf who kept um, trying to get the sheep and um, and he would dress up in, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And that image comes immediately to my mind. The funny thing is uh, God calls us sheep and sheep are never pictured as being all that smart. And so, you know, it's it's very easy for us to accept initial appearances. But the scripture tells us that in First Peter 5, 8, that Beware of uh, our adversary, the devil, devil who roams around seeking whom he may devour. Now get an Im image of a wolf in sheep's clothing. What is he really doing? He wants to devour. Amen. He wants to devour. So beware of them. All right. Now, how can we investigate them? Is it just appearances? No. Jesus says point blank. A tree is known by its fruit. I was having a discussion today with um, one of our interns. And we were talking about how, um, you know, he's, he's young and I'm not. And we were talking about how we were continually learning how not to trust our feelings. And I was telling him, like, uh, I have these sayings, you know, because I think in my life, sometimes the biggest false prophet is my feelings. 
I have these sayings I'll remind myself. I'll say like, um, if, if faith does not direct feelings, then feelings will disrupt faith. Or if truth does not send my feelings, then feelings will sear the truth. I have a whole bunch of sayings like that. I just don't trust my heart. I don't have to have a Bible verse to know this, but there's a Bible verse that says the heart is desperately wicked. Um, I agree with God. I cannot trust an unregenerate heart. Um, my heart's no longer unregenerate. Okay. But I also know that I can't always trust an unperfected heart. Okay. So I, I don't even, I don't even believe first appearances about myself a lot of times. And I got evidence. Like, I mean, I can get mad about stuff and it has nothing to do with the truth. And I find that I am wrongly angry. And my, my feeling, you know, sometimes it's stuff that I, it's never even left my mind. I got hopping mad the other day because somebody almost hit me on the boulevard. I certainly don't think they were trying to endanger their lives. I certainly don't think they were trying to mess up their car. I think they were being careless, but I was hopping mad. You know, this whole, what do they think they're trying to do that? You know, that kind of thing just jumped all over my spirit. It really did. And when I sat back and, and calmed down, you know, I realized that my emotions were trying to make me believe things that had no basis in the truth. I was believing this person was out to get me. They meant to do it. They, you know, once I calmed down, I began to uh, acquaint myself with the real facts, the whole truth. The truth began to tell my emotions to sit down, calm down, hush up, and get get together with the Lord. I was like, Tim, you know, Tim, that that person was not trying to damage their car, injure themselves. That That was just carelessness. Why are you so upset? There you go. Just in a silly little instance, my feelings were disrupting my faith. Wow. You you know, and it can just go deeper and more costly. I mean, I gave just like a, an example on the edge of how feelings can jack us up. And they just flat out can. So Jesus says, beware of false prophets. Beware of all kinds of false prophets. I tell you, man, I, I love social media. I don't get in. I try not to. Um, and I have very seldom gotten into arguments and stuff on it. You know, I put out what I put out and I, I try to encourage people in the word of God. I try to engage with friends and family. Um, but I, 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 I'm blown away on social media about how quickly people share so much, so many messages from heretics, from heretics. It blows my mind. And then, you know, if you're bored or crazy or all of the above, if you're, if you're, uh, got enough time in your hands to click on some of those things, and I have clicked on a few to listen to what these people are doing. They're in a church. They got a cross. They got reverend or doctor or bishop on their name. And they're saying stuff that just doesn't line up with scripture. And you say, you say to yourself, why? Then you read Matthew 7. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but are inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. 
Wow. I'm going to tell you what eventually happens is what it tells us in verse 19. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So I do know eventually what's going to happen with all that. Well, political punditry, uh, media madness, movie scripts, sitcoms, so many things, sports casters, uh, the false the false uh, narratives of political figures, on and on and on. All of these things can serve as false prophets. What are their goal? Their goal is to knock us off the narrow way. If you're on the narrow way, wants to knock you off or cause you to not enjoy God on this narrow hard way. And if you've never discovered it, then the goal is... Um, to keep it invisible. It's a powerful, powerful truth Jesus is unleashing to us here. Just, there's, there's two ways, narrow way, wide way. Okay? There's two crowds. A small crowd, a big crowd. There's two sorts of prophets. False prophet and a true prophet. There's, there's two kinds of tree. A healthy tree and a diseased tree. I mean, just on and on and on. Uh, it, it's just, just, just like Moses saying, there's the way of life before you. There's the way of prosperity before you. Well, there's the way of death and there's the way of demise before you. And it's just like Joshua saying, Hey, you, you know, you this day, you choose who you're going to serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. This is a wonderful inventory. Okay. What are you going to do? Are you going to be that kind of person who goes out and lives ministry by treating others the way you want to be treated? Are you going to be that person that even though it's hard, you stay on the narrow road? Are you going to be that kind of person who loves to have your ears tickled or do you want to know the truth? Are you going to be that kind of person who bears good fruit? Are you going to be that kind of person who lives in a diseased state? It's a wonderful, very it can be a very painful inventory, but it's an absolutely wonderful inventory. The truth is, no one, no one, um, no one evades these questions forever. No one. No one. And, uh, you know, in our following sessions, we'll get into this part where Jesus, Jesus tells some people, I never knew you. <laughs> And it seems like those people have done some pretty incredible things, yet and still, Jesus says, I've never known you. I've never known, I don't, um, and, and they throw their works up in his face, never know you. Okay, so no one evades the discussion of the narrow gate and the narrow road. No one evades that forever. No one evades the discussion of bearing real fruit or not. This stuff eventually comes to bear and we all have to face God. The Bible tells us that it's appointed unto man to die and to face the judgment. And the gospel truth is that we all will do that very thing. I love this inventory. I can ask myself, am I living a life of ministry or am I demanding to be ministered to all the time? I, I love that I can look, I mean, am I on the narrow road and how can I tell? One way I can tell it'll be hard. <laughs> Another way I can tell is it's the road Jesus is on. And am I drawing near to Jesus? Am I, am I asking that WWJD question of myself a lot? Am I, am I, um, 
Am I, am I living this life that brings glory to God or, or am I all about myself? Am I a ravenous wolf or am I a sheeply supplicant? You know, am I giving in to God or am I going my own way? It's wonderful why we have the time and we don't know how much time we have. If you're breathing today, you have this moment. It's wonderful why we have the time to take a look at ourselves. To take a good, hard, long look at ourselves. And it's worth it. As we've been facing these incredibly off-putting times we're living in, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to take a personal inventory and to discover whether we've really been walking with Jesus or whether we've just been trying to enjoy being an American. Me? I want to be a, I want to be a, a, a disciple, a brother, a servant, a friend of Jesus for eternity. I'm not going to be an American for eternity. I already know which one is better. So let this trying time cause us to discover how are we living? How are we walking? Who are we listening to? What sort of fruit are we bearing? Hard questions, but worth asking. Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Thank you.